going on, ladies and gentlemen? I wasn't going to forget about you guys this week. I do have a very special guest. Um, this is Jasper Chang. Uh, Jasper, I met when I moved to Los Angeles quite some time ago. It's been a bit, almost been about a year now, Jasper. Uh, but yeah. Jasper's always kind of been somebody that I've you know talked to and seen pretty regularly. So one day I just kind of – Jasper, I think I just threw it to you randomly. I was like, hey, do you want to do a podcast with me? And you were yeah. like, uh, yeah, sure. And you were actually one of the most open people when I throw that question out. Usually people are like, well, well, well like, what, what's that? Like, but you were, I think you kind of got what I was trying to do. Right. And um, you initially, like, I was like, hey, do you have any crazy stories or anything? And you were like, oh, actually, I do have, <laughs> I, I think I know what you're looking for. And what did you tell <laughs> you? You gave me like a kind of a teaser trailer for what you were going to talk about. And it was so interesting that you kind of knew what I was looking for. It was very interesting. Right. Yeah. What what was that that you told me when we were right, uh, yeah, in the car? So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Obviously, Adam just introduced me of Jasper, um, a new Adam through a mutual friend. You know, we're just like been talking and stuff. And then, yeah, I knew what podcast was. So that was, that's why I was pretty open to the idea. And um, I knew Adam was looking for some kind of unique story. And I definitely had some. So I was, I was like, sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll do it. So I'm a... I'll always say I'm a pretty business-orientated person. So mm-hmm. I guess when I first start, started, it was in high school. That When I was in high school, not that many people had access to credit card or, like, eBay account, things like that. Yeah. And I was, I was one of the few. So people start to ask me to buy things for them, and then they will pay me, like, a dollar or two on top of it. But I realized, oh, okay, so you can actually make this thing called commission. By providing yeah. people with services. I was like, okay, that's pretty fun. Right. And then in high school, I knew I could do something much bigger than that. So uh, let's just talk about how I handle my money. So I, I'm actually a part-time investor as well. Oh, wow. Um, I already know that. Yeah. Yeah. I started, I started trading with, when I was in high school after I took, because everyone had to take this uh, econ class. And then I was able to flip my profile portfolio at least three to four times wow so yeah, you tripled so, you basically for people that don't know the the lingo you basically right. re-axed your money so they gave you correct. a certain I, amount of money and you tripled it correct so it was just they were just playing paper trading which is nothing wrong with it everyone should start with paper trading so mm-hmm. I, I basically quadrupled my my investment i was like okay my, my teacher was pretty impressive about it i was like okay i could probably you know dig a little bit deeper so right. i asked my parents i was like can i borrow a thousand dollars for my initial investment oh no as a kid a thousand dollars is a lot but i don't oh, think yeah. a thousand is a lot to most adults so my mom was definitely okay with it he's like yeah as long as you pay me back i don't see right. a problem with it so uh i i invested fully into facebook when there was only 28 dollars Yo, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's the funniest thing anybody said on this podcast yet. Right. And then everyone at that time, Facebook just start started to take off, but most of people did not know what it was. I was like, okay, this has a huge potential. So I basically saw Facebook when I when it hit one eighty something. <laughs> how many <laughs> shares? How many shares did you buy when it was twenty eight thousand dollars worth with, of uh, yeah, it was with the initial $1,000, but I think if you look at the percentage, it's at least a couple hundred 
so, so do so so do the do the math for the people at home right now because you know we're all tired. People probably listen to this coming back home from work. Just just throw a figure out there for for people. You don't need to give them the exact number of like what that looked like when you sold and actually got oh. the money back. Yeah. All right. Let me just do this real quick. I got all in those twenty eight dollars. I sold it at one ninety eight. We're looking at six hundred percent. Yes. What thing is? Within freaking uh, three years, actually. How yeah. many years? Two years, you said? Uh, I think it was two to three years. Wow. Yeah, it was a, it was a while ago, so I don't recall correctly. But, I mean, obviously, I know other friends who are much better traders. I mean, I have a friend who flipping, like, Bitcoin, he turned, like, 8,000 into, like, 1.4 mil. Something like that. <laughs> what? Yeah, his, his current <laughs> living in, he bought a suite in W Hotel in, in Hollywood. I'm not going to disclose too much information. <laughs> sure. But that's sure. what he did. <laughs> yeah, I would probably, yeah. that's probably what I would be doing if I had 1.4 right now. I think. Right. So, yeah. I mean, he's like, he, he can be cocky sometimes, but he's pretty humble in, yeah. in, most of the time. So that's why I'm, I'm still friends with him. And, you know, I learn a lot from, I always open up to meeting new people just because I can learn different stuff. You know, totally. I can look at their strength, their weakness, and I can reflect that onto myself. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's, that's basically how I pick up the interest as a, I guess, doing business. Um, so when I was in college, it was, I got into college when I, uh, it was 2013, I believe. Yeah. And so I, I think, we're the yeah, same 2012, age, yeah. 2013, I think that was a, mm-hmm. I think that was like a first, Sorry, excuse me. Starting year that uh, sneaker sneaker culture actually took off. Oh yeah, twenty yeah right yeah. Right. So before yeah. that, it was I guess in high school I was uh, I always like well I played basketball, so mm-hmm. I was always into like Kobe's and Jordan, but I never really had the extra money to afford it. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I my my parents didn't give me that much allowances. Right. Um, yeah. I remember my first expensive. Uh, pair of shoes was actually the uh, those uh, Kobe six, yeah, yeah. I, and those were know? those are one forty. Yeah. At that time, I was like, "Holy sh! Like this is fucking expensive." But yeah. I mean, good thing I was in Jersey, so I didn't have to pay for any tax, sales tax. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah, that was that was what's the deal in Jersey. So my parents finally said, "Yeah, sure, you can have those." So, and then just throughout high school, that that was when I used to skate as well. So that's when mm. Nike SB was a huge hit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I remember SB was just so hard to find that you literally had to hit every single skate shop in your community. And yeah. then sometimes if I get lucky, I would buy two pairs of them. So I would save one pair for myself and sell the other. So I basically get some money back. Right. So I was like, okay, you know, I, this can I could probably make a good money off this if I keep mm. doing it consistently at, at a much bigger scale so mm. so that's what i did when i was in college uh i had two roommates uh they're kevin and jackie i mean shout out to them if they were here it is um we're just buying sneakers mm. um i remember it was like every every saturday jordan would drop something or when whenever there was a collab i was like okay let's just hit it see what's what's going on with it and if you if you well, Nike had a really good return policy. So you can wear your shoes for the next 30 days and you can still return them. And Nike will give you a free refund. Full refund, I'm sorry. Mm. Full refund. 
So, wait, you can wear the shoes and you could just give them back? You can can buy any shoes and beat the shit out of them and still return them. No matter how crappy they were, Nike would still give you money back. I did not know that. That's right. A, yeah, <laughs> so, that's an Easter egg for everybody listening. Go, go yeah, and return your Nikes. I was like, how can – I mean, I'm pretty sure Nike, you know, what so many billions, they don't care. But yeah. as, a, as a consumer, that's, that's great news because you basically yeah, yeah. cannot lose any money. Right. There's no way you can lose money because even your stuff don't sell, you just return it. Wow. So you, you basically were guaranteed to make profit off you of this. You were guaranteed to either break even or make profit. And this is the thing I guess a lot of people started to tap into right around that time because right. if you noticed, remember, Facebook started having those sneaker exchanges and there was all these like sneakers going around. You were always wondering like, how are people able to like afford buying all these other sneakers, you know, and then selling right. them just sitting on them, hoping that they're going to sell. And now you've explained the, I guess the secret key that I wasn't understanding prior is that you could always just return them if they didn't sell within, well, I guess you said 30 days. Yeah, 30 days. You have a full 30 days to return them, no matter what kind of condition they're in. That's, that's incredible. So so you started doing this, you said college was the beginning for you? Yeah, college was, uh, I, yeah, college was the beginning. It was either freshman year or sophomore year. Mm-hmm. And um, I started doing that. And uh, eventually, I, I was one of those people purchased a bot. And so I ran a bot. What's a bot? A bot is basically uh, a software that will, whenever, so so uh, when, when the sneaker is really hot, they only mm. get released on a certain time of the week. Mm. So you, either you wake up for it and just try to do it manually by clicking your mouse, or mm. you run a bot, which is a software, you put all the information that you need, what, what type of shoes, what, what website you're getting from, let's say foot action, foot lockers, mm things like that and you type mm. in your your car number i i remember i had like at least like 20 different credit cards just in case <laughs> one of them fail i have 19 more to back and back me up <laughs> so you were all, all under yeah. your name all under jasper chang you had 19 different credit cards that were right. just running. Um, i think i well i think i had 10 under my name and then just 10 uh, the other 10 is from people that i'm really close to and then they they trust me fully so i took advantage of that I mean, I never ruin their credit or anything. I always pay them if there's a charge. Right. And uh, I will also find all my friends and family, whoever is comfortable, or give me their addresses. Because um, mm-hmm. uh, buying a sneaker from a bot, it, it got very hostile to the point that if, let's say, Full Locker finds out you're trying to buy three sneakers, mm-hmm. they will track your IP and block you. Oh, because they don't want bots just buying They don't want sneakers. bots to... to uh, to devour all the uh, the orders, all the availability. Yeah. So right. that was tricky. So that got tricky. Well, okay, back to the bot. Yeah, so it's a software you can buy. You put in all the information, and you set a timer. Sometimes you don't have to. Mm-hmm. And then the bot will just automatically checks it out. Wow. It's not 100%, but uh-huh. it was good enough for me. I would say yeah. the, the success rate was between like 50 to 60%. Wow. So, and then, really, yeah. so you were loaded up with the bot. That was how you were actually acquiring the sneakers when they dropped. And then sure. you what would you list them on like a, a Facebook page? Was it just like a friend's like group that was just buying it from you? Where was the marketplace? 
So I get, so initially I did it on eBay. Back, way back then, eBay was much much more seller friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't they don't charge like super high fee like right now because right now we're trying to actually make a living off eBay. It's it's more difficult, I would say. But back then, much less restriction, and then there weren't that many fake sneakers on the market, so you don't have to. You didn't have to go through the pain of going going through a legit check or you know have like third party to guarantee it's real. Back then, it was much cleaner. I was right. It was way right. easier. Um, so I took advantage of that. So I will I will be whatever sneakers I got in hand, I would just post them on eBay, and then I would you know sometimes it's really easy to flip fifty percent to hundred two hundred percent depends on the hype. Mm. Mm. So that was a that was a really really great starting point for me. So I basically pull my money, some of my money from my investment, and I dump into the sneaker games, and then right. I was I was getting pretty good return. Um, and then I one of my friends. Okay, so this this is getting the 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 bad the bad part of it. Yeah, um, I had a friend. <laughs> Uh-huh. When I was in Taiwan. You remember I, I mentioned previously I studied yeah. in Taiwan when I was ever since I was born. I was born here and I went back to Taiwan. Yeah. So, so just age a yeah. zero to age thirteen, I was in Taiwan. So I had this really really close friend, like uh-huh. to the like my parents know their parents and vice versa. And he started hitting me. He's like, "Hey, um, I saw you doing like this like great sneaker business. Like, I want to get into it too." I was like, "Okay, sure. I mean, I don't mind bringing it to the next level." Yeah. And then he he you know he just being frank. He was being frank. Said, "Oh, I didn't have that much money on me." I was like, "That's fine. I mm-hmm. that's that's like the easy part. I can do it. That's fine." So I just provide hundred percent of the capital for this investment. Right. And all he had to do just stay in Taiwan. Take all the pre-orders and then send it back to me. Ah, uh, okay. So I and I was being really generous. I said I'll give you fifty percent. Oh, just for that, just for just sending for that. He, orders. He just need you to. He just need to accept the shipment and redistribute them. That's all. Yeah, and then and then happened? I thought I was you know because fifty percent. I don't think anyone would say no to that. No, basically, yeah. I was putting all my all money and doing all the work. Yeah, and he's getting so, just just printing money at that point. He's not doing correct. Anything. So yeah. he's just doing a, a, a really simple surface uh, service and just getting all the money. So, so basically, what I would do back then was I would you know Instagram was starting to, uh, started to pick up. So you can get you can follow pages like sneaker steals or like sneaker steal something like that. And then mm-hmm. whenever there's a promotion, it will pop up. Ah, okay. So, okay. yeah. So, you might you might be thinking, okay. I mean, whatever the shoes that have discount on, those are not hot. Mm-hmm. But you you have to consider different demographic, especially you do it internationally. Right. So, how What's do you hot that in happen? the U.S. doesn't necessarily mean it's hot outside the U.S. Yeah. So, how do you do? How do you start determining? Like, do you have like, so uh, right? Yeah. So you know, I, I still have contact. With, with Taiwanese friends, so sometimes I'll ask them their input. I'll be like, oh, you know, what's hot right now? Or I'll just follow whatever fashion uh, blog or website in, in, uh, from Taiwan, and I'll just follow the trend. I'll just say, okay, so what are Taiwanese people into right now? So I'll, mm. I'll, I'll basically pick and choose, you know, skim through it and pick and choose, okay, what might be, what might fit into that 
that uh, category. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I always keep watching. So sometimes when when Nike have promotion, those are really, really good. And especially when they have additional discount on what's already been discounted. Mm-hmm. So we're talking mm-hmm. about up to 50 to 70% off per pair of sneakers. Oh, my God. <laughs> so you're, you're, you're getting sneakers for change, then you're selling it at full price on eBay, I'm assuming, or some, some sort of – I'm sure you have some sort of method of, like, pricing them. And right. Then, so the, the yeah. pricing, was, pricing was not uh, a difficult job to do. So you mm-hmm. just had to go to whatever local online website that mm-hmm. most colonies will use, and you just look at the shoe models and color. You just, you know, average mm-hmm. out all the prices that's been sold. So let's say, let's say a pair of sneakers is two hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. I got this count for fifty. Okay, so now I have this one hundred fifty dollars room to play with. Right. So right. as long as I'm below what's, I'm below what people are selling currently. I'm gonna be able to attract more buyers. Right. Because I'm right. selling cheaper. What was the sweet spot? Was it like 20, 25% lower? Like, did you start kind of almost like knowing, like, okay, if this sneaker is going to sell for 200 on most Taiwanese websites, if I put it for 180, I'm going to sell out in five seconds. Like, was it oh, something yeah. that. So, yeah. yeah, sometimes you just. You ought to find a fine line of being greedy, but mm-hmm. not being stupid. Because if you're selling too cheap, you're just being stupid. You don't know right. what the market is. So I usually go with 25% off of what the average price being selling in Taiwan. Mm-hmm. But that let's say let's say the shoes is 200, I got it for 50. Let's say the shoes is selling for 150 on average. If I sell a hundred, a, a pair of shoes for 100 dollars, I still make 100 percent back because my cost was only 50 dollars. Right, I get but, that. Right. Yeah. Okay. But you, you, you know, you also have to take into account of shipping and insurance and then the profit you need to split with the other guy. So I yeah. want to say my, my actual profit is about 35%. Okay. After everything is said and done. Right. Right. It, it ranges from 35 to 50. Let's just put it that way. Okay. And so, Which, no, you, so sorry. So you're, so you're working with this guy. He's in right. Taiwan. He's not in California. And when does it start to become apparent like that something's not right? Or I guess I actually don't know how the rest of the story goes. What actually starts to happen where things start to break apart? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so what happened was, so we're using, so whatever he sold, he will have the money hand. Mm-hmm. So he will, he will have all the cash. He just needs to clear out with an Excel sheet and then and then send the money back. Whatever it's my portion, he will have to send it back. So mm-hmm. the initial cost and my 50% of the, the profit, that, right. that's all. So we would do it. Obviously, we're not going to fly back and forth all the time. So right. We would just do it on PayPal. I was like, that's fine. We're just going to include all the fees and uh, as our expenses. I mean, that's fine. As long as you do like the uh, statement right, nothing's mm-hmm. going to go wrong. So we'll do this every month. At the end of the month, we'll do it. Mm-hmm. And then after we've been doing about, I want to say after seven months. Mm-hmm. So this one time I was like, hey, Eric, I think it's time for us to do summary. I think, you know, he's like, oh, but I don't have the money ready. Also, what do you mean? Like, you told me you sold everything that I shipped out to you like last week or the, for the past month. I was like, oh, 
I had to use the money for emergency. <laughs> so that's that. That was the switch, right? I, I, I flip off. Oh, you're like, oh, this guy's stealing from me. Were you? It just I is like. like <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's like, oh yeah. I mean, you know, like it just, it just I, emergency. I was like, okay, first of all, it's not your money. <laughs> okay, if you want to do anything with your profit, because that's fine. That's yeah, not my business. Right. Second right. of all, we're really good friends. I mean, jeez, known this guy since kindergarten. Wow. Adam, how many people do you still in contact with since kindergarten? Uh, zero. Zero. Exactly. Good question. Exactly. Zero. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, basically, he's like a brother to me, if you can right. put it that way. Right. And I was like, Eric, if you ask me, I wouldn't say yes. Like, you know, whatever amount that it's doable for me, you know, like 5,000, 10 grand, whatever I have in hand, I would be happy to lend it to you yeah. as long as you pay me back. Right, because we we go we would go way back. Right, yeah. He just he just didn't know what to say because he knew that was the right thing to do. Right, but he didn't do it. <laughs> Dang, dang. Then, so I was I was complete I was in complete shock, and obviously obviously he does not he didn't have the money in hand. Yeah, for his whatever emergency. I don't, I didn't even know what emergency it was. I never bothered yeah. to ask all the details. <laughs> right. And, right. Just, I was like, okay. I mean, we can we can sort this thing out. Not a huge mm-hmm. deal. I mean, I don't. You don't have any credibility to me right now. Uh-huh. But we can just we can still resolve this. Right. Here's the catch: if you're in Taiwan, if you're a citizen of Taiwan, because technically, just like North and South Korea, Taiwan and China is still at war. There's right. never there's never a a peace treaty. Hmm. Yeah, like can't uh, can't Chinese uh, officials not even bring up Taiwan? Like, can't don't they have to pretend like it doesn't exist? Basically, right. so yeah, under yeah. the uh, one China policy, you, there can only be one China, which is <laughs> right. which is the Communist Party. That's what they're claiming. But the Taiwanese government is like, no, we are the Republic of China. But China, China is saying, oh, we are the People's Republic China. So, right. Yeah, just like it's just like political stuff. Yeah. But anyway. So if you're a Taiwanese citizen, you're required, it's your duty to serve the military at least one to two years, depends. Right, yeah, you have to, you get drafted, it's like a You had to get drafted, year. you had to yeah. get trained, whatever, you had to get stationed, you know. Mm. And mm. then you may, you'll be making some really, really shitty money. We're talking <laughs> about, uh, what was the, we're talking about $200 a month. Oh my gosh! <laughs> For your time and energy and sweat and right. blood. Right, but I mean, I mean, I guess when you're in the military, it's fine because yeah. everything is taken care of. Right. Yeah. you I'm pretty sure it's yeah. more than enough. But yeah. It's a problem to me because that means Eric has no income. Right. Because two hundred dollars a month will not will not solve this problem at all. <laughs> No, he's in a I'm deep not. hole and two hundred dollars a month. He's in a super deep hole with two hundred dollars a month, and there's no way I can, I can actually go talk to him because he's in the military. So, so is this when you called the triads? I mean, there's the, the this, this is the part that I'm waiting for. Like, is this when you like had to fly to Hong Kong? You had to like do a deal with the triads. They went, they extracted Eric like out of a plane. Like while the plane was flying <laughs> back, like you know, in the Dark Knight Rises, like where they cut the plane in half. Did did you do that to him? 
Is that so, what happened? Uh, it, didn't, it didn't go back. But basically, I was like, that's fine. Okay. I'm not okay. in a super hurry, and mm-hmm. I don't need these money right now, right now. So I was like, sure, go finish your service. You can mm-hmm. come talk to me after after you got out of the military. Then I believe you'll find a job, and will start to pay me back, things like that. Right. So a year, a year passed. I was like, okay, Eric. You know, I, I see you're working right now. I think we can start talking about your your payment plan or whatever, how, however you want to do it. Right. He's like, well, yeah, I mean, he always has some, you know, those typical excuses. Oh, I have yeah. girlfriends. Or, my, oh, I just started my job. So the yeah. Not that good. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I was like, at least give me some constructive proposal. Yeah, right. That I can rely on. Right. Right, and it got to a point that I was like, "Okay, this is not going anywhere at all." Mm-hmm. Right, I was like, "Eric, uh, I'll give you six months. It's already been two, two fucking years. I'll give you, <laughs> I'll, be, I'll, I'll give you additional six months." Yeah, my mom is gonna fly back to Taiwan like next year for Chinese New Year, which mm-hmm. she actually did. I was like, mm-hmm. "You always give me some bullshit excuse. Oh, I don't want to pay the PayPal transaction fee, things like that." Right, like, I'm right. flying my mom back to Taiwan just to get this money. So you better have the cash ready. He's like, yeah, I'll give it, you know, I'll try my best. I was like, no, you're not going to try your best. You're going to do your best. You've been trying you're your best for the past trying. two years. There's no <laughs> trying. You've been trying for two years. Correct. You're, you're absolutely right, Adam. We, yeah. we have already passed that point. <laughs> exactly. So, so, okay, so. Chinese New Year. What year is this? It was. This was in 20, 2016. Okay, and what was? Because yeah. I know in in like Chinese. And tell me if this is wrong, but like, don't don't isn't Chinese years? Don't they have like a year of a certain like animal or like a year of a certain kind of like luck or like thing that is supposed to? Do you know what I'm talking about? Or am I just being completely racist? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, great. What year was that? Was that was that a specific year of something? Uh no, it it has to be. Let me just look it up real quick. Yeah. Because if it's like the year of the rat or something, or if it's the year of (laughs) I mean That'll be hilarious. (laughs) Let me let me look it up. Oh yeah, please. Please. So yeah, just while you're looking that up, um, yeah, I, I think one of the best things about doing this this podcast is getting so many different people's stories, and I really hope that like when you're done with this, you listen to a couple of the other episodes that I've done so far. Because um, mm-hmm. really, like it's it really is exactly this, and this is I mean, I, Jasper, I don't know if you can tell right now, but I'm so excited by how great this episode is going because this is exactly <laughs> what I wanted, man. This is exactly what I wanted. So yeah, did you find out? Okay, what I found it. So 2016, uh, 2016 was the year of it was year of the monkey. It was the year of the monkey. Yeah, it was the year of monkey. <laughs> so okay, so now it's the year of the monkey. 2016. Like he, your mom flies to Taiwan. You don't go with her. You just you know that they they're gonna see each other or. Did you arrange? So, yeah. so here's here's how I actually uh, planned this out. I was okay. in, I was in school, so okay. I was like, I obviously cannot go back. Right. Um. I was like, you know, my mom, my mom knows you. They know each other. Whatever. 
if I don't see them, if my mom does not get the money when she's in Taiwan, I know where your parents live. I don't want to get to that point. And I, I almost joined a gang when I was in middle school. Too. <laughs> joined a gang. I almost did. So I was like, that's why. That's why my mom pulled my ass back yeah. to LA. So wait, oh yeah, that's right. Because you would have joined a gang in Taiwan. I thought you were saying you joined a gang in LA. So you no, were no, 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 no. My Taiwan. connection was in my connection was in Taiwan. What kind of gangs are out in Taiwan? What's going on over there? There's like there's like a couple of big ones. At least like uh, three to four of them. They're really big, and I was I almost got into one of them. I mean, I've been, I've been to a couple of fights, things like that. Like I yeah. definitely got like detention, like warning at, at school. Like yeah. I got, I got into trouble because I was fighting someone in mm-hmm. in, in my middle school, mm-hmm. and then I got his. I basically, I okay, so I had this phone. Uh, back then, there was no iPhone, so yeah. I used this. I used this Sony phone, which is Sony whatever model. It was it, basically it was a brick. Yeah, and then part of it is made of aluminum. Yeah, so I basically busted that guy's <laughs> scalp with my phone and he was bleeding and crying and I was like I was just doing self defense <laughs> and this is in so where were you in Taipei where in Taiwan were you at this time uh this was not in Taipei I live in Taipei now if I go back mm-hmm. I used to not live in Taipei I live I live in a county below that it's called Taoyuan that's where okay. the airport is the international uh, okay. airport is yeah, yeah. So I live in that county uh, okay then, okay okay so yeah that was like that was, so yeah I basically made that guy cry and then of course i was in trouble because i i heard him i was like okay i guess and then there was a couple of times i got warning or detention for uh forging signatures just because i was late <laughs> oh, I thought you meant like forging signatures on like checks and contracts. I was like, you were doing that that yeah. I was no, like, no, 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 I was doing it. No, I don't. I don't do any. I don't do it right now. But <laughs> no, okay. back then, yeah, um, right. I was able to memorize most of the teachers' signature when I was in school, mm-hmm. and I would just sign all my own stuff. Like when I was late, you would get if if you were late, you would get points deducted, right? And then you would have to go like. Going go back to school on weekends, do some like service, like community service, like oh my God. school things like that. I was like, I don't want to do that. What the heck? So I just read, read it off myself. Yeah, no. I've been doing that for the whole semester. They didn't find out until the next semester. <laughs> so, so, so you knew. So basically, you're basically saying like you were not afraid to fuck this kid up. If he was really gonna mess with your money to this point, where you've given him all this time and all this leeway, there was a point where you were gonna have to actually do something to him. And you, and you were right. prepared to do that. This is what you're saying. I, I, I definitely, I, I wouldn't say I was prepared, but I definitely yeah. had a plan. <laughs> you had a plan. Like, like <laughs> I definitely had someone in Taiwan I can <laughs> ask you favors to. You had I think, I think they would be willing to help me. I just, we just found the name of the episode. It's, I have shooters in Taiwan with Jasmine. <laughs> That's the name no, of the I, episode. We don't, we don't really, okay, so we don't, we don't really use guns in Taiwan because, yeah. If, if guns get if guns get pulled out, that's some mm-hmm. serious shit. I don't think this yeah. this reached that level. Right, right. So I was just like, you don't. I I told my associated friends, I guess affiliated <laughs> friends, I guess affiliated. I was like, you don't you don't need to do anything hard. Right. Anything happen. You just need to go visit his parents and talk about this situation. That's all. Right. Like, like a little slap on the wrist. 
Yeah. Let's just call it that way. Because, yeah, because yeah, Taiwan is not like America where you have the Second Amendment. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No. It's, guns it's, are really restricted in Taiwan. Yeah. I'm so sure. So I was like, you don't need to go that far. There's no there's no need for this. I mean, yeah. it's good amount of money, but it's not that much amount. We're talking right. about like five figures. It's not like a million dollars. Yeah. So, he's, <laughs> it's not going to destroy your life. Yeah. 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 I mean, <laughs> right. I mean, I, st- yeah. I just want to give this guy a second chance, but I just want right. to fix it once right. for all. So right. he he basically agreed. I was, he was like, I, "I'm I will ask someone to go to your parents' house. I don't <laughs> care about you anymore. I'm looking. I'm gonna look for your parents because you yeah. can obviously you could have you can't pay the clear the payment. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So there was a happy ending. So my mom went back. He handed my mom the cash, and that was the end of it. Oh, that was beautiful. So we had yeah. so. What do you think was going on there? Do you think he had it the whole time and he just wanted to hold on to the money and not give it to you? And like just do- basically like double his own cash and then like maybe in a couple months like start paying you regularly but just kind of holding on to cash? I think or- it was. Um, yeah. I don't think he I don't think he had a cash. Okay. I think he was he was being he has been spending it and then he was try, trying to get my money to cover yeah, his, his his deficit basically, and then right. he had. I mean, his his engaged now, but his mm-hmm. ex was very very high maintenance. I see. And right. what does so that mean? What, yeah. what 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 like in 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 like Taiwanese uh, courtship? Like what what does that mean? Because I know there's like a whole thing where like if you're if you're really rich in China or like in Taiwan or Hong Kong, mm-hmm. are you supposed to like constantly be spending money on your girlfriend? Isn't that like a part of being rich? Like it's like a yeah, constant. So- yeah, <laughs> in, in in Asian culture, it's, mm-hmm. it it sounds sounds very unfair. But men are expected to cover most of the expenses. Of course, yeah. Let's say you're going out, you're not you're not splitting. Well, like you know, the girl will be like, "Well, how come this guy's letting me to pay?" Right, right. So it's strictly you, yeah, right. So that's just yeah. the basic part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what if your girlfriend wants a Chanel? What do you do? You gotta buy, buy the, the Chanel. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta cop the Chanel. You gotta yeah. cop the Chanel, otherwise you're not gonna get your dick wet. <laughs> but I mean, that, that that's just, that's stupid of him because he could have just broke like broke up with her, her uh, his ex, and just right. spend the Chanel money and fuck like ten different other shit. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> man, that's a better return of investment. I mean, yeah, of course you might get STD and stuff, but. Listen, man, ROI, it goes out the window when you're talking about girls. I mean, I, I mean, <laughs> ROI is just, you don't even think, if you thought about return on investment with girls, you'd blow your brains out. I mean, honestly. Yeah, and then that, that girl, his ex was not, he, he she wouldn't appreciate anything that he did. So, of course, you can never, oh. you, can, you, you can never um, satisfy her. Right, right. Okay, because if, if one Chanel does not make her happy, he, she's going to need 10. <laughs> So this man was using your money to bankroll this girl that like he's not even with anymore. Is like right, and then I actually I actually met his ex like yeah. with like a double date and stuff when mm-hmm. I was with my ex ex whatever. Yeah, so yeah. I I could tell. Yeah, she's very hard to please, and then yeah. I was like, okay, you guys are not going anywhere. Of course, I didn't say that, but <laughs> I could tell. I could tell Eric was was going through some tough times. So I understood. Yeah. Yeah, I understood if there was any emergency, you know, birthday coming up, anniversary, you need some money. I understand. I totally understand. 
and he couldn't just say no like i don't have the money he had to like once he like once he bought her one thing he could never go back and say right right and then i believe i believe at the time he was he was in love with her right so obviously you you would do anything yeah of course yeah yeah so i totally understood that part um but yeah they eventually broke up um, for whatever reason, but you know he's engaged now. He's 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 super happy. Um, his fiance looks looks awesome, and then I think she has a really good value. Oh, I, I haven't met her yet because I was supposed to go back to Taiwan this year, but I, you know obviously the COVID, so yeah. I didn't get a chance to. But I will be happy to. Yeah. And, um So you guys are cool day, now. Everything's oh, fine. Yeah, I mean until this day, Eric and I we talk a little bit. Um, Whenever I go back, I would still visit him. Would have like meals, things like that. But mm-hmm. I, I already clear everything out, and I said I will not do business with you. Yeah, like yeah, no. yeah, yeah. And then you know, whenever, whenever yeah. he, whenever he saw me, he would mm-hmm. he would feel a little bit ashamed and then yeah. you know sorry about what happened. I was like, that's fine. Like I'm yeah. not, I'm not gonna. When, there's no beef between us. Mm-hmm. I'm just you know being clear crystal clear that we're not going to do anything that's money related yeah i don't want to i don't want to damage our brotherhood furthermore because of money mm. because of money right dude yeah, yeah i mean but he beautiful. definitely yeah he definitely brought it up a few times after this he's like oh yeah you know i kind of want to do this again I, and i just like brush it off i was like yeah sure if i have time we can talk about it and you're and just I, in your mind like hell no like, he, he actually he knew all my tone so he never really mentioned it again Wow. So yeah, I, I would say then uh, this kind of is sort of a, a happy story because you kept your friend like you got your money back. Yeah. And like everything was solved. Wow. That's so OK. So, yeah, yeah I, I could never correct. I could never ask for a better ending than this. Like, would you agree? Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, no, that's perfect. Yeah, no, that's that's great. Well, yeah, man, um, I definitely I definitely want to get you on some more and like have you on when I have like some more people on the podcast. Like so it's multiple people you know, yeah. on, on at once. Cause you actually have a great, like a lot of times, you know, when people get on podcasts, they, they, even though they may be very talkative, when I speak to them, they like sort of retract into themselves, but you did the opposite. Like you shut I, I just, I felt like I talked too much. No, man, you <laughs> did exactly what a podcast needs to do. You told a great story. You had great humor, man. I'm, I'm so happy to put this out. I'm so excited. So, all right, here's, here's my title. It's either Trouble in the city that you were living in that you said it was Taoyuan. What was it called? Trouble uh, Taoyuan. Taoyuan. So it's you You're gonna have to send that to me. So it's either Trouble in Taoyuan, Trouble in Taoyuan, or it's Shooters in Taiwan. Which one do you want? <laughs> I don't. Um... Oh, why don't you do a? I don't want to do a shooter. Why don't you do like <laughs> like some phrases from the movie uh, Taken? Remember, remember, uh, uh, Which movie? What, 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 the movie Taken. Oh, <laughs> what you, yeah, is that, okay. I, mean, I don't know who you are, but I'll find you. <laughs> but I'll find you, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, I mean, that's exactly, I mean, I knew who he was, but I so said, it could be, I, it could, yeah, it could be a play on that, like, I know who you are and I'll find you with Jasper. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that would be great. <laughs> yeah, awesome, awesome. So, yeah, man, this has been great. Um, I definitely want to get you on this again as soon as possible. I think you're this. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I know, yeah. I know a lot of topics. I mean, I've been through a lot, so I, I'm pretty uh, sure I have great. a little things to talk about for every single topic 
Great, man. So yeah, definitely keep some time open. Um, and let's, uh, let's do this again soon. Otherwise, this has been a great episode. This is kind of a special report, everybody. This was very much Jasper's episode. So uh, <laughs> Jasper, thanks again for coming on. This was awesome. Oh, yeah. Pleasure. Always. Thanks, dude. I mean, if, if Adam wasn't an awesome guy, I wouldn't say yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, thanks so much, man. Well, hey, here we go. I'm going to go ahead and let this uh, 